This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. So I, I want to pivot more into talking about another block and just understanding what is your thesis for a crypto-enabled music industry? So, I mean, the thesis as a whole is, you know, it starts off with like, we want people to be able to co-own music. And there's okay. two big legs that we, that stands on, right? The first leg is we want people to be able to own um, own parts of big tracks that have delivered and are going to deliver. It can be a new track, but from an established artist. And, you know, that has two values. It has the emotional value of owning a piece of something, but it also has obvious, you know, financial value because you actually own a thing, piece of something that's going to generate, you know, something. And, you know, that, that's the first leg we stand The second leg is, is uh, for the up-and-coming artists, and that's something that we're going to focus on um, not now, but after a while. So the reason why we're starting with the first leg is because we want to bring people in, educate them and tell how it works, and before, you know, allowing up-and-coming artists, et cetera, to have this tool that they can also use, um, you know, for for their their community. And I think it's going to be two different value propositions for these groups. Like, in the second group, when up-and-coming artists, you know, royalties are going to be less important. It's going to be more focused on, you know, how you can actually engage with this young artist in their path of creating something bigger, while for the bigger artists, it's more of this emotional thing of like, oh, I own a piece of this star, and I am worth this, right? So, and um, so that's you know, I think that that's in the realm that we're working. Like, um, you know, better attachment to the songs you already love, and being a part of that, you know, that financial development, and also being a part of this up and coming artist. You know, those are the two ways I think that that our space can actually have an impact. What do you say to those who are thinking, forget the old system? I'm here to build a new system. The old system screwed me over. NFTs serve as a great primitive to sort of like create this new platform for myself, for my music, and everybody that loves it. So I don't want to integrate the royalties. I just want to create. I just want to tokenize my my existing song, independent of what's happening yeah. in the yeah. in the in the Web two world. I love that. You know, <laughs> we need so many products out there. So like, why not do that? That's awesome. If that's what you feel like, if that's what you know feels the best, uh, and if that's where you're going to get a lot of people in. You know, definitely do that. Um, and you know, for our up and coming artists, what we're going to do, it's not as it's not as sure that we will work with royalties in the same way. But mm. for 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 what I would say to someone like you know that has that opinion is that you know it's great you have some options that are doing that. You know, you should definitely use that. But we're here to provide a solution for all of the people that say that you know these NFTs have no value. You know, music and kids are just, you know, and right, right here to create something that actually bridges the real world and the NFT world, where we say that, you know, hey, these NFTs, they're not empty. They actually own the only means of this in the real world. Like we're doing something, something different. And I think that's also needed in the space. I don't think it's like a dichotomy that we got it. Either one will win everything or the other will win everything. I think, you know, it's different approaches. I'm a firm believer in what we're doing. And I think that the reason why I didn't, get too involved with, with NFTs before this was that I, I missed that aspect of it. I missed the aspect of, you know, what does it translate to in the real world? Let's, let's talk about that for a second, because I think it's super important to create frameworks for people to understand how all these, these, these new primitives fit into place. So what you're sort of explaining is one framework, and then there's another framework. I want you to tap more into your framework. Like when does an artist choose to go the royalty backed NFT route? Yeah. So, I mean, 
for an artist, first of all, like the artist doesn't need to understand much about Web3 or anything at this stage, okay. right? Um, so an artist today, we can say that, you know, uh, say that an artist in general gives away a lot. Let's take an independent artist as an example. They can give a lot of weight to a label to get funding. So they give 50% of the rights away to labels so that they get a little bit of funding so that they have something to live on while, you know, they hope that the song is going to make it big. But if it does, right, the label has 50%. So if there was an open marketplace for music rights, then you could say, you know what, I'm, instead of giving away 50%, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell 20%, but I'm going to sell it to the people who actually like this music and support this music and it's going to spread this music. And they end up with 80% of the right, but maybe they have the same funding in the end. You know, that's the, the type of um, mentality where we think that you know, the public and the community can actually replace a big part of what the major labels have been able to do, which is you know, one of the biggest things in the marketing, uh, in the, you know, uh, marketing mix is you know, being able to give upfront cash. And if that, is, you know, if that could be represented by people who will then spread this even more aggressively, then that may, might be a really, really good option, right? What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.